You're tuning in to the Wild, Weird, and Sometimes Normal podcast. If you have a story or a guest recommendation that you think others need to hear, email me at wildweirdandsometimesnormal at gmail.com. Let's get this started. Alex and Brett, kick it! Wild. And sometimes normal. On this episode, I'm joined by author Eric Bickernix. Eric has written several satire novels on UFOs and conspiracies. Eric is a self-proclaimed skeptic, and even though we rarely see eye-to-eye -eye on the topics we covered, it was still an enjoyable conversation, because that's what adults do. Eric seemed to lean on the mainstream media narrative for many topics, as well as resident debunker Mick West for his view of the world. I've seen Mick West produced exact to pretty close replicas of real UFO evidence. My issue is that if your goal is to replicate a picture and discount the experience with it, then that can be done all day. For instance, Eric subscribes to the official JFK narrative. Oswald was the lone shooter and patriotic American Jack Ruby ended him. Eric references that professional marksmen have been able to recreate the shots that Oswald allegedly took. Give me the location, time needed to complete the task, endless hours practicing, a closed off range, and I'm pretty sure I could come at least close to the desired outcome. You're taking away the intangibles, the nerves, second thoughts, concern about being caught, etc. Anyway, I digress. Eric finds himself stuck between a rock and a hard place. Writing a skeptical book on conspiracies and UFOs for people, well, who don't believe in conspiracies and UFOs. Tough sell in a show like mine, and I think Eric realizes that. Also in the show notes, the BBC article that shows 68% of researchers cannot produce the same results in a scientist's experiments. This is referenced in our conversation during the show, and Eric wanted some more details on my anecdote. I think this is what the kids call bringing the receipts. Anyway, give Eric a follow, check out the link to his books, and let him know you heard him on Wild and Weird. Enjoy the show. Are you looking to buy a home in New Jersey? Escape the city and move to the suburbs? Finally purchase a vacation home on the lake or down the shore? Maybe you're one of the lucky ones who are retiring and moving out of state. If so, let me help you. Keller Williams and the Real Estate Professional Group have what you need to make your goals come true. Reach out and have a conversation with someone who will put you first. Contact Brian McCoach at 856-321-1212 or email brianmccoach at kw.com. Are you looking for CBD for your pet? My friends at Pure Pet Wellness have what you need. They use the highest quality ingredients. While other companies may use synthetic oils in their CBD, Pure Pet Wellness uses organic ingredients. Organically grown hemp, organic coconut oil, organic shea butter, organic beeswax, and that's just to name a few. A family-owned and operated company that also offers fast shipping. Go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet's CBD needs and use the discount code WILD and WEIRD at checkout. That's wild, A-N-D, weird. Treat your animal right. Go to purepetwellness.com. Welcome to another episode of Wild, Weird, and Sometimes Normal. I'm your host, Brian, and today my guest is author Eric Bickernix. Welcome, Eric. Ta-da. <laughs> Here you are. How's it going? Right. Yay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so much <laughs> to cover. Good, huh? So it's like, so much to cover. So all right, yeah. all right, right. 
Let's jump right. in. Let's jump in. We ain't the formalities. That's yeah. You know, that's ridiculous. Let's jump in. All right. So author of what? I'll go off. Author of well, three books, specifically the latest two. Uh, skeptical takes on the uh, UFO culture and conspiracy culture. First, first one's called High Strangeness. Basically, uh, yeah, making fun of UFO culture. Uh, taking, I took a lot of um, national uh, celebrities within the, the whole genre and sort of boiled it down into a little uh, onto Cape Cod. So I took took sort of like the, the the nationwide look and put it into a little area and then satirized it, you know, amongst through there. Basically, the 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 the, the, the premise is is what if while whilst everyone is looking for the alien greys. The actual real aliens are literally you're standing on them, and everybody ignores it because we have a preconceived notion of what. what well, aliens are obviously greys; they're obviously you know, spaceships. And you know, that's just you know that's just how it is. And sort of the joke there is is since uh, no one else interacts with them other than a dog, a golden retriever. Basically, uh, <laughs> they impart wisdom like a 2001 uh, um, a monolith. And basically, so the deal is the dog becomes, um, we see the, the the story from, a part of the story from the dog's perspective, and it becomes basically a genius dog where no one realizes what's going on whilst we're chasing after the the the, the, the frozen bodies at, at the uh, the Air Force base. And then from there, <laughs> I, I took the same characters and basically uh, went after the conspiracy culture. And it's boiled that down to, you know, uh, what happens nationwide taking real events, you know, like Alec Jones, one of the characters basically turns into Alec Jones, is a Pizzagate um, um, takeoff, you know, QAnon. Yeah, I, I just lump it all in there. Throw it all in it. So the yeah. smartest person on the planet after interacting with aliens is a dog. Oh, uh, no, that's the I, first one, yeah. That's uh, the first, yeah. I wouldn't put that past us, though. That, that could right. be true after seeing <laughs> yes. a lot of what's happening in the world. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so the first one, the dog becomes the, a genius, right. And then when the rest of the gang finally catch on at the end of it, like, ah, oh, wait a minute, it, it, those are the aliens. Yeah. Then basically they sell them on eBay. So basically if they could just break them up and sell them on eBay, everyone on the on the world basically could then become, yeah, rational. And yeah, for a short while, it's just like a little little intellectual fantasy where it's like the world becomes rational. It's like like there's the conspiracy theory thinking goes away. <laughs> it, the world is based on rationality. Uh, and it's a little fan intellectual fantasy, basically. Uh, spoiler, ignorance wins in the end. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is yeah, bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that sounds like a pretty cool book, a pretty good series that you wrote. So you also were referencing a lot of things that are within the culture. Do right. you follow these things? Is it just something oh, that you found yeah. as you were yes. doing research oh, yeah. for your book? Yep. Okay. As an old 60-year-old guy, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've been watching, following UFOs stuff, you know, since, you know, since I was in high school in the 70s. Um, one of the, one of the things I noticed as an old guy is when I was a kid in, in high school, there were like four UFO books, basically five UFO books, right? And, and one of them, you know, Lubbock Lights, Barney and what's her face there, the, that one little incident there. And we just heard about, uh, the Area 51, the, 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 the alleged, you know, the balloon crash at Area 51. And that was just like, okay, that's, that's from the fifties. And that was it basically, right? And then the deal is, aliens back then, everyone had their own alien, right? It was just like, okay, what did your alien look like? Well, it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was rat-like or whatever. One example I, I pulled out in another podcast recently uh, was a story, and it came out back then. Um, 
fire in the sky, right? Where those aliens, you know, they, the guy got abducted, and those aliens floated from the spacecraft, and then they were kind of elephant-shaped things, and they carried them up. And it was like, you know, as a kid, like, well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as life has been going on, you know, 40 years pass, no, we all agree what aliens look like, right? I mean, yeah, no, they're greys. They're, there's, there's no more, you know, random aliens. They're, we're consistent. Similar to, like, um, leprechauns. We know what leprechauns look like, but they don't exist, right? Santa Claus, we know exactly what Santa Claus looks like. So it's, I've watched it go from, like, well, this, you know, it's Star Trek. It's all just different aliens, and, yeah, no, we're all, we're all we're on board. So it was Baskin-Robbins back then. Everybody had their yeah. own flavor of alien. Yep, we were, it was a more united world where if you were going to get abducted, it could be by anything. It was, it was more fun. It's now, cool. Yeah, right. It's just grace. Right. It's, and I noticed that For the, sort of the, the turn was, I think, I remember as a kid, you know, um, Communion. The book Communion had that alien face right there. It was in the supermarket aisle and you stared at it while you were, you know moving through the line i kind of noticed like that's that was like the beginning beginning of it if i had to nail it down where everyone you know that, that communion communion face wasn't quite it's you know it was gray like a little more pointier so yeah we the big focused, eyes had the shape yeah, head so, yeah so we focused on that everybody saw that in the supermarket aisle back then but you notice around the same time even when spielberg did uh, close encounters of the third kind yeah the, the little ones were kind of gray like right but but the, but the adult one was kind of a humanoid with a long gangly arms you know so the, he wasn't quite on board with the classic gray you know image but that was the start of it right and then x files kind of all yeah yeah no they're they're, they're going to be grays right and now we're here it's like no they're all grays everyone yes if it's an alien it looks like a gray you know Folklore. <laughs> what what happened? I think it's because production's easier to have a small person play a gray than it is to have a seven footer well, Shaquille O'Neal playing the well, you know the the giant humanoid. Well, it, it's well, it's just it's consistent. <laughs> I mean that you you just you know anything Hollywood you know, TV shows yeah just feed what the audience wants to see right. I mean <laughs> that's what they want. On on actual doubt, fictional uh, aliens. What I always find interesting. Is I always, as a kid, when I saw the world, uh, the the George Powell uh, War, War of the Worlds alien, right, which looked nothing like humanoid. It had a yeah three lens face on it. That was startling, right? And I was like, well, that, well, that's cool. That looks like an alien, right? That that's different, you know. Even though it had lungs on it, and if you if you see the the, the clip, it, but then yeah, then slowly. <laughs> Slowly, basically, you need if you're going to tell a good story, you need a humanoid-looking face. You need you need something that can express something, or it looks scary. And certainly, a, a humanoid face that's devil-like is yeah, much more scarier than just well, an insect-looking thing, which are you know scary. I thought James Cameron had a good um, um, answer when someone asked him. Said, "Look, as for Avatar, right? He, they said, look, you rendered your aliens were rendered. You could have rendered." anything right you're though they could have been any any anything so why did you render them as blue you know <laughs> blue natives whatever uh, and he goes look i'm making a movie <laughs> for human beings I, I i need to you know convey sorrow i need to have emotion this is an emotional response i want to get an emotional response out of my movie and if it's just an insect sticky little thing you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know. I need big eyes, right? You notice how the the what's what's the characters' names? Davies or what? You know, they have big eyes, right? That's you know, <laughs> you can for easy if you, if you express things with it. 
Um, I mean, people so, don't care about puppy mills. People spray their house every year for bugs. <laughs> they step on, right. you know, mice and roaches are the worst thing. I mean, which they are, but that's fine. Right. So if you have an alien right. roach, you're like, I'll oh, kill that thing. I don't yeah, care about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like I was, ah, starship troopers. Right. But yeah, and that's the one thing. If you just want to kill it, ooh, yuck, alien, right? Oh, horrible, you know, blah, blah, blah. We didn't have to convey any emotion, you know, because we were interacting because, right, we just needed to kill it. Simple enough plot line, right? Okay, make them make insects if you want to just kill them, right? But, but they could have been to... nice, but no one stopped to talk to them. No there you one go, right? They didn't show empathy. <laughs> right. Like, you right. know, they only right. attacked because they were attacked. Right. But, <laughs> if you're gonna, but if you want to do the interaction, it's like, yes, you want to have them scary. You want the gray, yeah, classic grays. That's, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I, the classic grays are they're small enough they kind of look like people so then you're confused right. like oh what am i looking at? is that a child right. there and then you know then like weird things start to happen right um, so that, that right, is right. interesting you know whitley streber had communion come out and that right. is now what you know for the most part everyone says you know that's what the aliens are right uh, i think uh david grush they had the skiff interview uh, grush wasn't there they had kirkpatrick i think was doing the skiff interview and Luna, Representative Luna came out and was like, oh, you have to listen to what David Grush said. But apparently some notes were leaked and there's five different types of aliens that the government allegedly okay. is acknowledging. You know, right. I don't know. But it seems like the Greys are the most popular ones now. Right. And getting back to watching, again, the folklore form. Now, if you go back to, like, to the um, uh, Roswell crash, right, which, you know, it, there's, it was in the paper. If you, if you go back to the original reports, right, there were no mentions of alien bodies. <laughs> there was nothing of that in there, right? It was basically, and it's clearly like, yeah, it looks like a kite. <laughs> it's just little pieces of foil, right? Find the, the guy, you know, went off. And certainly Project Mogul, right, was, was yeah, the government finally said, yeah, it was a balloon. Yeah, it's a balloon. We couldn't talk about it because, you know, the Ruskies are going to know about it, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, but it's interesting that it took 30 years before, oh, no, no, there was a, there was a body back at the, at the, at the, at the, you know, at the, at the Air Force Base, et cetera. That, that was never, there was, no, was nothing. 30 years went by before the, you know, right around, yeah, 50, 60, 70, yeah, right around 80 the 80s when you started to hear this like oh no no they found a body in there and they took it back blah 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 they started covering up blah 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 the <laughs> government just... was more okay letting people think that it was a, a spaceship and, and some bodies than being like actually it was just a balloon that was detecting right. a nuclear yes yeah, if you... there was a nuclear explosion anywhere right exactly which let people know about that like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah, yeah. Like a crappy little hobby lobby balloon no we can't talk about that like hey, yeah no. spaceships that probably was that now I, I find it interesting that like um, <laughs> coincidence uh, is basically Jesus's story, right? <laughs> Took 30 years before anyone actually decided to actually write the story down or, or get the facts, quote facts together. It took 30 years before the apostles, whoever they were, started to formulate the, the fable, you know, or the story, right? Because it certainly takes 30 years. Then your memory gets a little fuzzier, you know. <laughs> so it, it just, yeah, I've seen that time and time again. That like, Yeah, you give it some time. And then when you kind of forget about it, you can recall it the way you want to recall it. And that's just, yeah, human nature. That's just, yeah, that's just how we operate. So I just thought it was interesting that it took that 30-year gap before, you know, you saw that stuff come around. Right. If you go to the library, you have to get the microfiche and see what the newspaper was. You yeah. Know, in but, Jerusalem yeah. and Bethlehem at the time, I, I don't think right. they had daily newspapers that were surviving right. 30 years for people to go, okay, remember that time, that thing? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Of course I remember that. Right. You don't want to be the guy saying you don't remember and you have to hear the whole story again. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Right. Of course. Right. That yeah, time, exactly. right that All until, yeah, whatever, whatever cryptids are you're, you're finding, you're seeing the, yeah, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> So you you have a a satire view on on some of these things. You you come in, 
do you is that your general view on all of this stuff and you, and you just yeah. kind of collect the well, stuff like baseball cards and you just like to know about it and you just like something yeah well, no, as a, well as a skeptic uh yeah i just want to express myself and i put it into a novel form yeah and that yeah and that's just that's what's yeah it's cool it's interesting right i've, I've followed this stuff since day one recently all this conspiracy stuff is just like oh oh you gotta be kidding me oh my god you know some um, of it is really out there but then when yes. it does turn out to get proved true and you're like see i told you i told you well but, boy uh <laughs> some of it just keeps coming out and you're like well it's like you know i don't know uh yeah <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? So someone else, someone else mentioned. Are we referring to? I think Alex Jones started referring to like, no, there were some child. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, just so basically, as an as as a as a as a annoyed uh, skeptic, it's just like, yeah. Instead of just you know railing about you know trying to put, do do this in sort of like a nonfiction or thing. Yeah. I just I just I sort of used <laughs> the Galileo model. Galileo needed was totally agreed with the Copernican model. He had to explain this to the church, right? Of that, of that the plants revolved around the, um, the sun. And he used a character called Simplicio, Simplicio, I think, to show this quote, sort of show the ignorant viewpoint that the church had and that the, the Copernican model is a good, you know, theory <laughs> on, yeah, the universe. And basically, I just did that. I, I took, you know, I, my simplistical characters who who believe in whatever the UFOs, the the, the aliens are coming, conspiracies, and basically took my skeptic and put my sorry myself to a you know the protagonist and basically you know argued the points and illustrated them in a sense you know uh, through a story. Yeah, were the stakes higher in Galileo's time for the well, threat of being yeah. burned at the stake versus <laughs> yeah. a four billion dollar yeah. lawsuit against you? Yeah. Where, where, so. So yeah, terrible. So if you're trying to sell books, this is a terrible, terrible way of doing it. Uh, yeah, no. If you want, because because my, my audience, which are skeptics, basically, are, there's, a, there's a tiny little, little sliver of of, of quote you know, book buying skeptics out there. Versus, oh no, yeah, yeah just make another UFO book that what are crashed. Yeah, oh, big money to be made there. Big money to be made uh, on on yeah conspiracies, whatever conspiracies you got. Yeah, big. Good, good money there. Yeah, I recommend that if you want to sell a book, <laughs> GoPro, GoPro, yeah, conspiracies. Lots of people are buying, right? Yeah, that's kind of like with the podcast. If I lean heavily one way, I, I feel left or right that right. I could like have a much bigger audience. But like trying to stick down the middle <laughs> and like view okay. things somewhat rational while also right. you know like liking to follow a lot of the stuff. You know, it it just it just narrows me. I should just lean harder one way. Just figure <laughs> yeah, it out. You'll, yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of conspiracy. I, you know, I there's a lot of conspiracy podcasts out there. I think I had a list of three hundred. I scraped three hundred off of uh, listen notes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's this is the top ten one. Don't worry about those other those other. Oh, oh my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> someone's actually watching this. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just me and you. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right, cool. That's it. Yeah. So uh, you're skeptical about UFOs, about aliens. Everybody seems to see the same grays. Historical narratives of angels and things like this. People have interacted with like burning bushes. Could just be a story. Whatever it might be. Now the government is coming out. New York Times, 2017 says, hey, Tic Tac video, right, uh, UFOs off the coast, you know, uh, they have congressional hearings and there's people, uh, South Carolina Air Base, and they're like, hey, every time we go up, they're just waiting for us. Like, they just hang out there and wait for us and they kind of know what we're doing. Do you 
and and the government's coming out and you know you have whistleblowers allegedly whatever david Grush saying hey i right. i've heard firsthand evidence i've heard all this stuff do you think this is just yep. dis disinformation do you think there's any do you think there's aliens all right, so yeah, now that 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 is there's two separate uh, <laughs> things here. Okay, yes, is there intelligent life or any sort of life out in the universe? That's that's yeah, that certainly it's a given. Blah 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 blah. We we know the number, you know, all the numbers and all that. Yeah, so I'm not even going there. Yeah, of course, you know, whether they actually made the trip or wanted to make the trip, then give us an a rectal exam. Okay, hold on. See that? See, <laughs> hold on. Wait, 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 wait. That, that's where I'm drawing the line here. And I'm even drawing the line saying, listen, the one thing we could assume that if there is somebody who's who's out there, right, and then actually needed to make the trip or wanted to make the trip, th their powers of observation are just much greater than ours. Right? I mean, that's, that's a safe assumption. What, however they do that, but just powers of observation, right, would be, you know, if we want to call them telescopes, or whatever, right? Greater. So, so it would seem like that. That what you know, it, to us, a, a good look at something or someone is oh, I'm about a hundred yards away, right? We can get a good solid. Yeah, it's about a hundred yards. That's us, right? Certainly, why couldn't they just park themselves out in Pluto, the orbit of Pluto and go? Yeah, we. Yep, got. Yep, we know where they are. We can see all the technology. We we understand. Yep. Yep, there it is. Or even why not just park themselves out by Alpha Centauri? Yep, still got it. Yep, no reason to you know go down and shake their hands. Well, we understand what's going through all you know what they're doing. We certainly had to have gone through some version of this to get <laughs> from wherever they are to there. And yeah, it's pretty clear you know where we are in the grand scheme of things. Of you know, like certainly what we know, we know how to do fission. Uh, fusion's kind of tricky. So yeah, we're working on that. Yeah, I'm sure they, you know, I, and certainly fusion is just, you know, we're just mimicking the stars. Certainly they would have certainly mimicked, you know, the stars for energy or whatever. So yeah, it's pretty easy to, to see where we are. My argument is like, there's no reason why, and this is sort of my, an my answer to the Fermi paradox. So what do they get out of it by shaking our hands, right? I mean, <laughs> there's certainly, yes, they could give us, we would love to have them here. Here's all this wonderful technology that you're not ready for. You're probably going to hurt yourself <laughs> with it. And so, and they'll just be responsible for like, you know, why, you know, <laughs> why did you give them that little device that, that will, that will power their home and car for their lifetime and then vaporize their neighbor if, if you, you know, point it in their direction. So yeah, I, I, there's there's no good reason why they actually have to say anything, uh, other than yeah, look, yeah, there they are, cool, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, it's, they want to make a, the trip. A, they could have parked on the moon and just sent a probe down, or dropped the probe in the atmosphere and just go around. I, Never I, I would, have to. I would argue a probe is pretty darn crude, but okay, sure, yes, you know, <laughs> yeah, a drone, whatever it might be, they, they want to put down and just have that just cruise around. Right, but Fine. they could just park on the moon, hang out for whatever right. data they want to gather, and right. head back. But landing, and they're in a field, and now there's a crop circle, and they're interacting with the military, and our our military can't even agree with another military without shooting at them. Like it doesn't seem like somebody who doesn't look like another human would want to land and start talking to military people. What if they're this small? <laughs> you would never see them. I mean, so and it's like in going like, what? That's impossible. You can't. You, whatever probe you have is this small. <laughs> to us, it's like that's ridiculous, right? I mean, like, how could you? 
you're, you're holding uh, up like ba- barely a speck of rice and saying you, that. Well, and, if, we're, if we're configuring the concept of probes and we need a little camera view or something, yeah. certainly we're getting there, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So there could be nanotechnology in the atmosphere we have no idea about that's just uh, viewing us at, at whatever point. Right. So why so, does it have to be this 30-foot ship, this 100-foot ship, this giant black triangle, whatever it might be? Right. So Do my argument more. My argument, my argument is, is like, why are they dumb aliens? Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm highly disappointed. With crash saucers. I'm very disappointed in these highly intelligent beings who made the trip, who avoided every little particle from wherever they came from to here, and then smacked into a planet. Like, really, guys? Really? I thought you guys were super advanced. And one of the, you, you figure one of the first things is not hit a planet, and you know. You would assume, and also you're assuming something is inside of this craft. If it actually was a craft, you know, the standard size. Um, certainly, you know, we look at drone technology now. I mean, that's like there's, you know, at some point we're not going to be putting pilots in things, you know, fly, you know, that fly around and do harm whatever to humans. Yeah, so, <laughs> we already have uh, drones out there. They have the the Raptor drones that they show. Right, you know, they're going out over the Middle East. They're not piloted. They're armed. People are sitting safe in Nevada, just operating like a video game and shooting them off. So, uh, so why? So would my it, argu- you know? my argument is like so. So we, we think of like well, certainly if if something is flying around, it has to have a piece of biology inside of it, you know? Because why? That's how we do it. Okay, that's how we've always re- looked at it. Uh, but if it's certainly you know an AI kind of thing, it's like why does it have to be a piece of biology in there? And I say biology as like, yeah, a squishy thing that looks like a gray that that somehow looks like us. That's, you know, that has skin and then has, you know, uh, there, that's the that's the end of, of, of intelligence development. I mean, so we're certainly pushing towards an AI thing. So, OK, <laughs> it's certainly, you know, again, we want to we want to meet something that looks like us. At least it has black eyes. It has skin. We can shake its hand. Uh, conveniently, it's it'll breathe oxygen. <laughs> Well, that's our a good part ratio. that you brought up. If they come here, they come here, and they're breathing oxygen. They're just not wearing our... a spacesuit. They're mm, yeah, just happen to so... come from an oxygen-based planet <laughs> themselves. Yeah, it could happen, I guess. You know. Yeah. Uh, but again, 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 you're just a, again. This is how we see the world, and and basically, uh, <laughs> the dummies. That's how they get they get their viewpoint from you know Hollywood. And again, Hollywood it has to be a good story. Make sure they cry. You know, <laughs> or fine, you just want to kill them because they're insects. So, so the things in the sky, do you think this is just like swamp gas and people not seeing the right thing? Or do you think some of the stuff is just well, high tech government, black uh, projects? Well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So now, sir, now there's lots of reasons uh, why there's a light in the sky, right? I mean, we're not, this is not the 1890s where like, really, there's a light in the sky. But, now that that's something <laughs> to, to remark about, right? But so, yeah, as an example, you mentioned the Tic Tac video, Mick West, if you've seen Mick West's uh, takedown on that, or basically, yeah, it's it's basically, it's all infrared, uh, and he's he's gone over all that. So I highly recommend anyone who's seen that. And when I first saw the Tic Tac video, I'm like, wow, yeah, that, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, okay, wow, look at that. Highly recommend you look at what Mick, Mick West did. He's got a, you, yeah, he's got a whole, yeah, platform out yep, there. I think everybody knows Mick West. No, uh, who's things, listening to my show. Yeah, cool. One of the things... I wrote, I write about, here, I got my, my notes here, which I found very intriguing, and this sort of folds into, well, maybe it's the government, you know, is, okay, where the heck was this? There was a sighting in, I think, Arizona, Phoenix Lights. Okay, there was there's two sightings 
at the Phoenix Lights, like March 13th, 1997, there were two sightings, right? One of them was a series of dots on the horizon that settled and then just basically they, they disappeared behind the mountains. And we can prove that we've got footage to show it clear. Yeah, those are just military flares from a distance, look weird, and settled behind the mountain here. The next uh, other report was literally the V-shaped, you know, set, set of lights reported by a whole bunch of cops in different areas, triangulated, saying, yeah, it started here. I was standing here. It went that way. It came this way. And then that officer took over from here and saw it come this way and went this way, you know. And it was witnessed, yeah, by, I don't know, five, six cops. Um, the mayor of Phoenix came out and said that uh, he saw it. Steve Kerr, the coach of the right. Golden State Warriors, came out and said that he saw it. This was years later because they thought they were going to get mocked. Right. So, yep. yeah. And then, yeah, that, that folds into another, um, yeah, episode. But anyway, point is, like, all right, now, okay. <laughs> That's pretty hard to just dismiss. Like, you know, sure, yeah, there could have been five cops that got together <laughs> and had a formed a conspiracy to make, yeah, well, all right. So I'm willing, I'm, I'm from that, I'm, and I used this in the first book. All right, so maybe there was something there that flew over, right? That, 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 you know, that apparently was the size of what, a football field or something, you know, like a giant thing. Okay. <laughs> so now it certainly not, doesn't seem like much of a stretch. Like, well, could the military have something that big, you know, floating, you know, flying and, and like, I don't know. Yeah. Does it have to be extraterrestrial? Certainly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, human beings could build that, right? I mean, <laughs> and I use that in the first book. I recreate that with drones, basically. <laughs> uh, so if you saw a V-shape, you saw, you know, if you flew a, a formation of drones in a V-shape, you would kind of connect the dots and go, oh, yeah, 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 no, that's, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a V-shape craft. Look, there's lights in the V. So that report is interesting, right? And like, yeah, what, well, <laughs> what the hell was it? I would more toward, you know, lean towards, well, maybe it was a government, you know, flying it through there. Why they would pick that Sir, you know, why would they fly over a couple of towns if this is such a secret thing or, you know, or whatever? Yeah, like that's a caulker. <laughs> that's a good one there. <laughs> that, so that is a good one. The drones are a good point, too, because at that point, you know, they were very rudimentary at that point, if even out at that all. Yeah, I'm, sure the, I'm sure the military had them. Right. And you can see videos now uh, in China, I think South Korea, they were at a, a soccer game and somebody was filming uh, across the street from the stadium. And the live view of the soccer game was somebody scored a goal and all these fireworks were going off, but they right. were all drones. And then, right. you know, a, a bit of AI in there too. And these people are like, these aren't even real fireworks, but it's amazing what the synchronization can do. You know, the, the right. you go to any 4th of July show in a big city and they'll have a, a drone show for the most part now. And there it is, the Statue of Liberty. There it is, is, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, where did that come from? It wasn't just deployed. It wasn't just commercially deployed last year, two, three years ago. It had to get worked on somewhere. Right. Generally, uh, my overall criticism, it's like, well, it's a point of light. You're getting worked up over a point of light. Now, yes, it's an interesting point of light, <laughs> but uh, where, where's the where's the good disc? Where where's the like? Yeah, that yeah, that looks like a thirty yeah thirty four fifty hundred foot disc that just came over. You know, where's that footage? <laughs> And while I'm at it, where, where's the good close-up footage of Bigfoot? Since since uh, you know, I'll veer off into another thing, yeah, which is the same, which is, which is the same argument. It's like you know, it's one thing. Yes, I've seen the Patterson footage from from '67, but literally every single person has a camera in their pocket, and it's a high definition camera. You know, at some point we'll all have a 4K camera in our pocket. Certainly, the, where's all the where's all the um, as a skeptic, I should be going. That that that's just a guy in a suit. 
you know, next year, okay, there's another shot of a, you know, you know, uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, suit, suit. Yeah, it's a suit. Yeah, yeah, I know it looked at us, but it's a suit. I mean, I'm not doing that, right? <laughs> As a skeptic. Where's all the footage, you know? And I mean, literally everybody has it. So, so certainly the 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 the, side, the clear sightings of, of or footage of Bigfoot has not risen with the the in, the input of cameras of of just the proliferation of cameras. Uh, and there's a lot of cameras out there. You think something would would pick it up? So I, would, I have yeah. a hard time with that. There's stories of right uh, Bigfoot in the Pine Barrens. I live right on the outskirts of right. it. I, I cut up that way going to work sometimes. And there's, there's a guy that I interviewed that he's like, I saw him, uh, you know, I leave stuff out. I saw tracks of all this stuff. And he's telling me this, he does on weekends. He goes out. It sounds credible. It, you know, it's also hard. There's a kind of a major stretch of road that goes up through McGuire air force and all this other stuff. Like where, you know, I guess it could be a 20 something mile stretch of like pine barren. So maybe this thing could stay in there, but also a lot of people go off-roading in there. They go out there hunting and they got there, do all this mm-hmm. stuff. You got their kids go out there and party. Where's Bigfoot? You know, like, where's the body? Where's the, you know? The hard part, (laughs) being a skeptic, is, okay, there is a Bigfoot, there isn't a Bigfoot. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, if you go to the BR4O website, there's two, 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 um, styles of reports. There's the dark thing in the woods that could have been a Bigfoot. Uh, and no, I saw it. It walked, it looked right at me at one, two, three, four, five steps from the road, from there to there. It looked at me. I was crapping my pants. Holy crap. So there's, there's two generally, they break it down that way. Right? And, and I'm, yeah, the, 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 the type a ones where it's just a dark thing. Yeah. Bear, the bears. Yeah. Bears, 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 just bears. Right. You can d- dismiss that. But when people say, no, <laughs> I saw it, I saw it right there. The hard part. And, and again, and now we can discuss, well, well, where's, you know, <laughs> where, where is the evidence that da, da, da. certainly where's the photographic evidence since you know how many more cameras do we need out there to actually catch this thing apparently um, more I, I, I don't know yeah <laughs> so so the point is the hard part as a skeptic is like okay it's it there is or isn't you know <laughs> it's not some some weird some some weird deformed bears that were doing you know you know it, it is or isn't right and as a skeptic that means if there isn't they're all liars. <laughs> and that's that's like wow, really? Humanity's that wow, really? They uh that doesn't look good if there's that many people <laughs> who, you know, just went on board with this and they were promoting it. Uh, you know, because whatever it's cool, yeah, I, I you know, I'm I feel important because look, I saw one too, blah blah blah. I, I, <laughs> that, that's I do the feel everyone everyone's a big stroke. I think that's that's a very broad brush. Now are right. there are there liars and everything? Well, well, well being well, mistaken, being mistaken is. I, I, I've already removed those. I'm, I'm saying. Okay, that, okay. I'm oh, saying. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. saying yes. a large chunk of it. The, the yep. mistakens. Let's remove yep. those. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now it's only focus on the people who it looked right at me. It's <laughs> uh, like okay, all right. So that that's a scary part. It's just like, uh, okay, that if that's indeed the case, there is no Bigfoot. They're lying. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, I'm living on this planet with those people, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. So that, have you that's been on social part. media? Have you have I'll you been on social media? <laughs> I, I mean, I, like you're I, living yeah. on the planet with those people. <laughs> yes, and and this folds back into the conspiracy theories now. So it's like, all right, so so I'm like, okay, if people can actually go run with the Bigfoot thing. And just, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'm going for it. And then which folds into all the conspiracies. I'm like, wow, there's not a lot of rational people here. This is not, this is, yeah. All and, right, let's start with one of the biggest conspiracy theories. All right. It was one of the original ones. Okay. JFK. Okay. 
right. lone shooter or was this all right multiple people I, hired hit job this was brought up yesterday when i was talking to somebody in the podcast all right okay one okay yes we've seen um the jfk movie right front front you know back to front front to, what was it the, the, the back into the, the left back into the left everyone's seen the, the side phone he back, got spit on by mike piazza back, back into, the, into left. the left here yep. yeah. now here the fact is that was an exit wound it was an exit that's how bullets work there was a little hole in there there was it was an exit wound if you watch the the the, the film closely there's a there's a three second del- a three frame delay he and then he snaps his then he snaps his body back and that, it was if you get hit with a baseball bat you are going back you know with with the with the quote impact now yeah in hollywood that's how it yes it's much cooler if the bullet pushes you over right in that way but it's it's first of all it's 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 an exit wound anyone who who uh knows about ballistics and all that stuff it's an exit wound it's an exit wound you know when you shoot a body there's a little hole in the front big hole in the back right exit wound now so (laughs) yes there's people who point at the grassy knoll etc one guy, I read one book that when some guy claimed that no, the shooter was in the sewer shooting up in, you know, like uh, okay, there, yeah, there's well, a lot that, that is fuzzy. That is <laughs> the, the driver turned around and and shot him. Like there's money, there would be... there's money to be made yeah. now. The and, and again, to the 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 magic. Well, what's it called? The uh, the not the magic, magic bullet theory by the, Arlen Specter. Uh, now, <laughs> in that particular car, Kennedy was higher than Conklin in the front. Right? It's it's yes, it doesn't look that you know. But it was you, a modified car, it, so you could see everybody in the car. So right. the so the if you and again if you put the put the the bullet through there, yes, it can go right through. Two um, uh, people have done the shot. You know they've recreated it. You can do three shots from you know from from that viewpoint and get them off. It's you know it's tricky. Uh, yes, the argument is like, well, wait a minute. When he came into the Dealey Plaza, the better shot was from that angle. Well, yeah, you should have taken it that way. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so the point is, it's it's yes, it's it, to me, it's like it's not satisfying that really some some just some crazy dude who happened who happened to be working there, who ha- who happened to have the, the the president come by, did it is like there's no you know, uh, it's not satisfying. Like really, just any idiot can actually shoot the president. <laughs> you know, it's it's much. It feels better. Like no, there's a purpose. Yeah, no, there's a conspiracy. Two guys are over there. Um, so, yeah, can we rule out there was a guy on 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 the on the um, grassy knoll? No, you can't. You know, right? You can't. Yes, but uh, yeah, one guy can do it. You know, and and certainly, you know, you know, if you saw the, you know, see the background of of, of uh, what's his face there. <laughs> I'm having a senior moment here. Yeah, you know, he seemed motivated to do it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just yeah. Again, 30 years later, right? Notice how it's 30 years later. We can get the fuzzies going now, and now it's easy to recall. So, yeah, you know. So, But the point is, I'm like, eh, yeah. I, I'm not motivated to convince anybody. I mean, I'm ranting now, but I'm like, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, go with it. However you want to see life, yay, go, go. Thank God you are. Otherwise, this podcast would be boring with you being right. like, yes, I think that Oswald <laughs> did it. And then we stop. Right. Like, All right, next question. Right. But I, I, it's something that's interesting in the initial in the initial autopsy report. The right. the wound is in the back and the shoulder, and then during the Warren Commission, uh, I forget uh, the center it had it move over four and a half inches back towards his neck. Now okay. four and a half inches, you're not thinking it's a lot, but like that's like half that's shoulder to right. the neck. So that then that made the magic bullet theory and the three shots work there. But if it was on the right. shoulder, then you were missing a bullet. 
So that's interesting. The the latest thing I saw. Okay, the the guy the, the, they found the bullet on the cot right next to on Kennedy. the structure. Yeah, completely intact, ready to go. Right now, yep. appa- apparently, okay. One of the FBI guys said, "By the way, I put it there." <laughs> uh, what happens? He found it in the car, took it with him when he went to the hospital, and then said, "You know, he's holding the bullet, and he he regrets that he never said anything." Because, but, but he basically said, "All right, well, the bullet certainly should go with the president's body and put it." <laughs> on the cot and that's why they found a bullet next to the president he admits it now he he goes yeah i should right i should have said something but the hysteria around that well you know it just made sense the bullet went with the victim so i yeah i put all the evidence together right uh certainly the world yeah read a whole bunch into that so i thought it was interesting that he admits it and says, yeah I, I should have said something and I, I think i was you know he he just never spoke up about it just because so with yeah. that, so the, I always found it strange when they're like, oh, they found the bullet on the stretcher. Like it fell out of right. the sleeve. Like they picked him up out of the car, like when the bullet came right. in the car. So the Secret Service agent, FBI agent saying he put it there. But like you mm-hmm. also kind of forgot for 50 years. Or you didn't want to say anything. Right. But, Again, but his, you, you sign NDAs, you do all these things, you're threatened right. with prison, you're threatened with fun. And then when you're 90, you're like, I don't really care. I'm like, are you going to throw me in prison for the right. next three weeks until I'm dead? Right. You know, but but that the bullet was pristine, then that's interesting too. Be like, okay, right. how did a bullet go through somebody? And now it looks like a full bullet still. Right. But stranger things have right. happened, right? I mean, so I don't know. And then Jack Ruby, who is involved with the mob and he's running uh, an, right. adult, an adult nightclub, suddenly he loves America so much, he's going to go shoot the guy. Like, it kind of seems like you're a sleazy dude and maybe not right. be so pro-American. Instead, you'd be like, hey, I've got this good business going on. I'm running the strip club. Mm-hmm. I've got the, the mob giving me money. Like, right. I don't know. I find that whole whole thing. It's it was certainly a different time there when the press the press was literally just swarming the police station. <laughs> when did the, when did the press swarm police stations anywhere? You know that's that's long gone. Yeah. So I, so it's yeah. It's amazing that yeah you just walked up and shot the guy. Uh, right. Different. That's amazing. Time, the president so. just drove by to like a hard right turn with no top yeah, on, yeah, and yeah. then you're like, well, that's crazy too. And then right. But of course, they just bring out the number one suspect who killed the president in front of all the press. They're like, hey, look who we got here. And like everybody could touch him. Like right. uh, it was a weird time back then. Uh, or, fact, or was it highly coordinated? Uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> but this is what adds to those like crazy right? things because then you see, did they do that for uh, who, who shot uh, Reagan? But you know, did they learn from their lesson and not do right. that? Uh, right? Did did uh, did they parade him out in front of the press? Did they did they do things like that? But maybe they learned their lesson. <laughs> Makes life interesting, doesn't it? Uh, it does. I, <laughs> speaking of presidential assassinations, uh. uh I had a copy of uh, American Experience where um, what was the president's name? McGillian, McGillian. He got assassinated right after Lincoln, and he, the guy just walked up to him and just yeah blasted him, uh, and thought he would become famous. Very much similar to to uh, what's his face who shot Kennedy, uh, shot Lennon, John Lennon. Um, he was doing to impress Jody Foster. Oh, uh, any other time, I'd have his yeah, name. Yeah, point, point is, he his whole thing is, I will be famous. Yay! If I shoot someone famous, yep. I get to be famous. Yeah, that, that's yep, standard thing. <laughs> been there, done it a million times since then, and yeah, it keeps going. And they let him out of jail, right? He, he came out yeah, of jail, and now he's living I, with his mother something. It's like, okay. Yeah, okay, there's two of them. Yeah, the one who shot the president with McKinley, and who shot John Lennon? John Lennon, Um, they're thinking of letting him go. Oh, so, Chapman, yeah. Mark David Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, he yeah, was, he's yeah. he's getting close, too. It's like, look, look, he, look, he, look, he understands what happened. Let him out. <laughs> like, right. He said he was sorry. What do you guys... He was, he was, yeah. He's accepting he's sorry. it? You know? <laughs> right. But... It was yeah, a crazy time back then. And then, then you see some of the stuff that the celebrities go through now. Yep. 
And the world's oh, yeah. crazier. Maybe we only see that it's crazier. But like, you know, Britney Spears at one point would be like, hey, I'm going to this restaurant. And then a million people would show up as she sits next to the window. And it's right. Like personal safety or like, isn't it probably better to sit in the back? But yeah, no, George, like George Harrison uh, got attacked in his house on, um, I think it was, on, yeah, Maui, I think. Uh, so yeah, he, <laughs> we don't really remember, but yeah, he got, yeah, he got attacked. He was, almost got killed in his house just but from another fan, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you live, so yeah. it doesn't count as much. Right, exactly. Yeah, whatever. He's fine. Okay. Yeah. You just brush that on. You're like, That's fine. <laughs> right. You've never been assaulted in your own house. What are you talking about? Right. Jesus. But yeah, but but yes, celebrity seems yeah. I'm, yeah, that that seems scary. <laughs> I know we all. No, I want to be. I would love to be famous. In fact, I'm seriously considering. I'm just going switching to a pseudonym and write anonymously at this point, and then I can just go. Yeah, I don't even care what the world, you know, <laughs> thinks. I, I have sensationalized sta- whatever you want I'm, and yes, see what you can oh, get. I'm going to sell. Yeah. Throw it all at the wall, and you're good to go. I'm. I've. I'm more. I'm. I have more in these two books because they represent me at this point. I'm like, yeah, I'm. I'm done trying to. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to the game. Go with yeah, the pseudonym. Yeah. Cash whatever checks come in. This is the way to yes. go. Yeah. You got <laughs> hey, many kids. times on this podcast. I just say I am for sale. Government agencies right. listening. You want me to push your propaganda? <laughs> I am for sale. Come talk to yeah. me. So you know, I've turned into the old guy that I hated uh, as 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 a idealistic twenty year old. Like, oh, really? Yeah, that's what I did. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gets, sure lot, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of twenty year olds that look at me like, oh, what a like, old guy. Oh, what a oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but like kids, kids, uh, I was you at one point. <laughs> I was young and idealistic. I was. It's like, yep. Oh, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> you have right, to. Right. Yeah. You know, the world is an interesting place on its own. Then you right. add in some of the mystery, even just the natural mystery stuff on its own. Like Makes it interesting, right? Yep. You know, there. And then you throw in some of the, the fantasized stuff, and it makes it tough for that to, to, to discern between reality and, and everything else. You know, people get very upset about the flat earth versus the round right. earth. And it's like, but also, like, how does that change your life? <laughs> like, if the earth is flat right. tomorrow, like, right. you still have to go to work, you still have your bills to pay, all this stuff. You know, Pizzagate right, you, gets this like broad stroke of like, there's right. not a basement un, under the, the pizza shop and all this stuff. And it's like, well, okay, like probably not. But like, is, you know, is there a high end trafficking ring, you know, a la Jeffrey Epstein? And it's like, right. well, okay, but then you disassociate that. But they focus on, oh, there's nothing in the basement here. James Elefante, there's nothing in his basement. He's fine. The, the flat earth, all right, the flat earthers are interesting. <laughs> Whereas you go, you're like, just stop listening. Stop. Just no, no, don't, don't. They just want attention is from what I can tell. Well, the first thought is like, they just want attention, right? They just, they just come up with these kooky things, <laughs> flat earth, you know, and you, and you just go, stop looking at them. Don't, 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 don't put them on, on, on podcast. Cause you, you know, but it's sensational. It's like, can you believe how stupid this person is? And they get, they become a celebrity. <laughs> they actually, they, they, they get rewarded for being that stupid. I mean, I mean, you know, right. So it's almost that, that folds into like, like the rest of this where it's like, no, if I got a kooky idea, maybe I can become famous by being so crazy kooky, Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes right? a fortune. He, he made a fortune like i get to be kooky and yes so, so unfortunately our society yes embraces novelty and if yeah if, <laughs> yeah there's money to be made in novelty and there's not a lot that's that's new that's under the sun right so uh, just yeah <laughs> just make it kooky and bank so I need to sell supplements. I need to sell, he was selling some type of fluoride free toothpaste. This is, this is the route that I need to go to make my millions. 
I, I yeah. think that's where the, the vast majority of uh, Alex Jones' money comes I, from. I, I and then, you, know, you hit on half of them, you hit on a third of them, but then the other two thirds, you're like, well, Hillary Clinton smells like the devil. And you're like, well, okay, does she? Like, <laughs> I'm sure she showers. Like, that kind of mixes right. up when you're talking about there's a nuclear reactor underneath, you know, the University of Texas. And the people, are, you know, <laughs> but it just takes away from the truthful things you might do when you say some outrageous things. I kind of look at it like the scientists really don't care about this stuff. I mean, if if you if they're plugging away, they're just they're just yeah, whatever the world is is you know is is often their tangent. At least there are some people on this planet that okay, we're gonna pick, we're gonna go forward, we're gonna yeah, we're going. It's the science. We're gonna just just you know, just <laughs> this little little thing I'm I'm working on. I'll have a little more truth by the end of my life when I you know dedicated this and in. People will, will, will misconstrue it and or, or whatever you know whatever. But there's some but, absurd number that uh, the scientific studies, the the right. research that they do, cannot be proved in a laboratory. It's something like seventy percent of the experiments they do in research papers right. cannot be duplicated again in a laboratory. Are we are we talking about just hard science or what? Are, what are you like? What are we doing? What are we talking about? I don't know. There's a, there's a fact out there. You are well, fact checking me now? Yeah, I didn't know we were doing that here. Well, yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. So yeah. Well, so, you know, you were talking, you know, uh, I, I guess propulsion or things like that. I guess you have that there. But then you know, uh, right. you're seeing all these research papers are being retracted by by Harvard and all and all of their uh, doctorates that they did. Be, either that they plagiarized or they're looking back and going, well, that wasn't actually accurate. Uh, and you know, that makes it hard too. We no. we did a whole mask thing that now Fauci right. just came out. I mean, it was out way before that, but now Fauci came out and was like, uh, I don't even know where that came from. It actually wouldn't do anything. Right. But you I'm still have a portion of the population walking around with it <laughs> because they missed that on, on the news. Um, all right. I went out with a with a research scientist. She was a, a um, graduated top of her cl class uh, from a, from an Ivy League school, and she did research science. And, and basically, I was the boy toy. I was I was back in my thirties when I was cute. Sounds yeah, like worse jobs to be had. Yeah, uh, you know. And she basically was, was doing research, and she was showing me what she was doing. It was literally just this little sliver of just like of like, will the cell, will this cell do something to this cell? And then ah, there's a result, and then that's published. You know, and that certainly it's all that's reproducible. And this is what I'm thinking: really fine stuff. Like yeah, okay, this there went into there. Okay, great. Next, you know. And I asked her, you know, so so what's what you know what what good is this information that you, you're working on? It's like it's not my problem. That's all. That's the engineer's problem to figure out why. What can they exploit? I am showing you know a new reality on. I'm like, yeah, I okay, get my grants. Right. It keeps me in yeah, business. Grants. It keeps me funded. That's what yeah, I'm interested in. This that's is, what I'm um, doing. But yeah, it's amazing how that's that, what they want to, to be an expert. You really got it's just a fine line that this is my expertise. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's not, you know, back in the day, Alexander Graham Bell, it's like, no, I, yeah, I make lots of, uh, you know, things. So, yeah, and, then, right. and that's, and, that, and then people have talked so about why have we gotten worse then? Alexander Graham Bell, uh, Edison, thousands <laughs> right. of inventions. Where's our right. thousands of inventions personnel? We have Elon Musk with like four. And that's right. like, you're looking well, at him going like, how can you do four? Deal. That's crazy. It's getting harder. The, the, the bar is just going up, 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 up. Yeah, you, you need to be part of, right money behind it because you're right because we're getting to a finer and finer detail so it's just harder to you know hey if i just put these two lumps of clay together i have a new thing it's like yeah no that's been done so yeah so so most people won't drill down <laughs> to get to this bottom of the, of the actual facts you know or whatever we're referring to you know scientifically yeah i just want the headline I'm like well okay that no the whole story is is way down here in this little minutiae here yeah and of course they're not going to pay attention you're right they're you know 
And you, you know, even if you tried sitting down with these people and try to explain to them, they're not gonna, they're bored, they're not gonna listen. So yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, you don't wanna do it, you don't wanna pay attention, that's, yeah, okay, cool, believe whatever you want. I'm not here to convince you otherwise because you're not gonna make the effort. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> do you think uh, that since COVID came out that the scientists hurt themselves with the stance they had at that time that now seems to have changed? Well, and you're still so, not seeing news stations reporting how it has changed. Well, yeah. Well, no, that's well, that's the nature. Because I'm not an expert in this crap, you know. But, no, but I know, I know. But there's a whole science is settled. Science is settled. But you're you're saying well, no, you know it's not. No, no, it's, it's now. It's never settled. No, it's never settled. Oh, crap, I know that was a big talking change. point for a while. Right, that was a right, big right. talking point for the no, crazies being like, hey. But the fact, no, the fact is that the virus evolves. I mean, it's a moving target. So, so just saying that, aha, there it is, and solved. It's a moving target. Now, uh, <laughs> one of the deals is, is yes, if we all got the vaccine uh, vaccinated, it would have gone away. We would have nailed it. But since there's a whole bunch of people who insist not to do that, it's, yeah, it gives its, wig it, 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 we're literally giving the virus its wiggle room to keep going. So that's why, yes, it's going to, you have to do updates. Oh my God. I've had, yeah, I've had this argument uh, regarding the COVID thing. Where you know I'm 60, right? And and I said, I, I you know I was talking about a bunch of people younger than me, right? And I said, who here has the mark of the smallpox vaccination? They're looking at me like, what's that? I said, everyone in my generation had a, whole, a dot on their arm when they got the smallpox vaccination. You know, uh, there were no conspiracies at the time. Everyone got the smallpox vaccinations. It went away. <laughs> it just went away. Yes, somebody probably had a bad reaction to the smallpox vaccination, but but certainly there was no pub, there was no um, social media to to have some crazy go. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I found one exception to the rule, so that's the rule. It went away, it, <laughs> and I'm kind of annoyed that I, I missed out on the stock market because I actually I, there's a couple of things that I, I bet on that are like okay, so once the, the vaccination comes out, that'll go away, uh, business will go back to normal. No, it took three years for business to go back to normal. Why? Because <laughs> yeah, no one wanted to take it, and it's still going to be hovering around us. Uh, there's my rant on that. So <laughs> yeah, blame it on social media. Uh, yeah. Why that, you know, there's a whole bunch of that stuff, you know, um, uh, my kids are going to get autism for, you know, like, uh, all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm not going to get in the whole big vaccine debate on, right. on all of it though, but it right. is, you know, so I think autism now is like one in 34 or something for boys, which is like, it just seems kind of crazy, but then, mm -hmm. you know, they've also developed the spectrum more. So before it used to only be like highly. Right. High, high autism, and now you're like, actually, you're fully functional, but except you have this little quirk, and that puts you on the spectrum. Is that going to put you in, in the lump of people that is, you know, uh, not not that it's a disease to be positive, that's, uh, you, you know, showing autistic signs? Is that putting you as the one in 34, or is this just only the, you know, the the people who are going to need lifetime of help, the people who are going to need a lifetime of assistance of living with somebody because they can't function on their own? And I think uh, before growing up, you know, like, you, you know, ADD exploded. Like, there was always a, a one or two wild right. kids in a class who couldn't focus but now like everybody has it but is that also because you just you know you're spreading this out more and then identifying more things where people who maybe could have used that help you, you know but yet still functioned they could have did better on a, okay on, a, on another old guy story which relates the way we're saying here is when i when i was a kid right Every kid got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what you got for lunch. Yep. And if you reacted and started coughing, you were just being uh, just you're being difficult. <laughs> 
every kid got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? You know, that, and, and not until the, the 80s and 90s where it's like, oh, yes, yes, there are people who, so, certain it's small. It's like 2000s. I mean, I, I was in school in the 90s, and I, I don't <laughs> remember get... anybody. I, I don't remember anybody being allergic to peanut to peanuts. Right. Like yeah, few yeah, and far between. Yeah, there certainly were, yes, kids yes, but, who, yeah, yeah. right. Now but there's peanut-free classrooms. Like my daughter's right. in a peanut-free right. snack classroom. So, that's what I'm saying. That that whole thing is going on. Yes, we're yes. If if you're being oversensitive to it, yes, you're going to find more cases on it. And then how you define and how you define a peanut allergy was like, well, I have a little thing. Okay, fine. You're in the in in the in the group. Uh, <coughs> so <laughs> I find it like I said, I find it fun, interesting that it's like, yeah. I mean, every kid, and, and it almost it's like you could you you could argue that like, yeah, no. If if you didn't survive the peanut sandwich at lunch, it's like, yeah, then you're just out of the gene pool. So yeah, we just we just knocked you out. That was that was, that was Darwinism back then. That was yeah, fine. Darwinism. Was okay. Yeah, right. If you yeah. Didn't How many funerals did you go to <laughs> as a child? The kids in your classroom having peanut allergies, like probably right. Zero, I, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But now, like this is like, oh my god, oh my god, right. So yeah. yeah. So, so that basically, uh, there's been research on that. That yeah, that that uh, autism. How you d detect autism? What's now defined as autism? Yeah, is just it's just getting broader and broader. And yeah, not not saying that it has it isn't exist. Right, just it's, right. You know, but it makes that number but, scarier. Where it was like, yes, be one in ten thousand. Like that, okay, that one in ten thousand was that person needed to lead, to live in adult assistance or live with their parents or caretaker the rest of their life because they would just walk outside naked right. and freeze to death. There's, whatever there's, it might there's, be. There's, there's, uh, there's a name, psychological name for this, where 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 that it's like, no, I'm the special. I'll probably be the special one. Uh, uh, my kid will probably be the the one that will, that will you know, that will have the, the adverse reaction, uh, which sort of folds into like why people um, gamble, right? Well, I'm the special one, right? I'm gonna win. <laughs> the flip side of this, right? It's like, well, no, well, maybe I'm, you know, I know the numbers that say that no, I'm not gonna win. But <laughs> gambling, right? I mean, just like I feel attacked here. This is why I play the lottery. I feel like you're okay, talking right. directly to me. See, all right. This so is... <laughs> it so takes one. What are you talking about, Eric? I've I've had this art. Yeah, I've had this argument. You know, where it's like, you have to play. It's like, well, no, you're not going to win. <laughs> but but, but just you that... might win just uh, for a exactly. small fee of two dollars right. every single day. What are you talking so, about? So yeah, so I might my kid might suffer from um, autism if I take the shot of blah blah blah. Yeah, so you're so you're exaggerating. I mean that's just human nature, right? You're exaggerating, you know, whether the positive or the negative whatever thing that <laughs> we're focused on. So yeah, I just, yep, there it is. <laughs> so an old percentages guy, just, are percentages are funny. When my son was born, right. uh, he he would not like he just wouldn't sleep. He would take the, right. these little cat naps all the time, and I was like. My wife and I were exhausted, all this stuff. So you said you had children. So I didn't have children, I, no. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't. I'm sorry. Right. I, there's uh, no so, skin in the game here. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll cut that part. <laughs> so when I was a kid, when I was a kid growing up, my brothers and sisters, whatever, like however they fell asleep, they fell asleep. They sleep in their stomach. Right. They sleep in their back. They sleep sideways. Nobody cared. There was, there was blankets in there with you. There was stuffed animals. Now, some tragic things happened with children. So they did a study on SIDS and sudden infant death syndrome and found that they could reduce SIDS by 90% if the kids slept on their back. Well, right. my son was not sleeping on his back. He would he would sleep for 40 minutes. And then once you would get into the deep REM sleep, he would kick himself out and it, it was terrible. So we go and, you know, my wife and I whole talk, like, oh, what are we gonna do, what are we gonna do? You know, like we don't have to sleep on his stomach, you know, on his stomach, have all this happen. So we go to the doctor and, you know, I, I, I do numbers for a living. I, I like, I do a lot of Excel work. <laughs> okay. And he's like, oh, well, we cut the number by 90%. And so he's like, why would you ever want to put your kid on their stomach? Like, you know, back is best. Back is best is the whole thing. But I was like, all right, we, we, what, what's the original number? 
He goes, no, what are you talking about? He's like, it's 90%. I was like, okay, great. If a million children are dying a year from SIDS and you cut that by 90%, I am much more concerned that my child is one of that 90% you're saving. But if that number is 10 a year, do I think my child's going to be one of that 10? God, I hope not. You know, I wouldn't want to bet wrong on that. But you're changing it from 10 to 1. That's a much different number than like, hey, we solved the whole world's problem versus we solved a very tiny, small amount that was a problem that may not have affected very much. But hey, what I mean, you know, save save one life, all this stuff. I'm, I'm on board for children and all that stuff like that. But they were very disappointed with us when we were like, we're just letting him sleep. Like he needs to sleep more than, than not. And guess what? Not a problem at all. Living his best life. You're, because you're those the percentages, <laughs> the percentages, you can tell any story you want with a percentage. You're you're saying those numbers there. You're you're doing those numbers here. You're, you're a numbers guy, huh? Okay, uh, I'm joking here, right? Um, <laughs> I, where's the headline? I can't I can't pay attention to all those. You numbers don't want to there, pay right? attention to the yeah, funny yeah, details. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. they tell you what it, what to do, but without telling you the the math behind it. And it's like right. I need to know the math to make my best decision. Math. Oh my God, you said math. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm American because I say maths. Right, I didn't put the okay, S on. Right, right, all right, boy. Yeah. But if you're doing more than one equation, I guess it's maths. Right. We don't like that now. It's just you just ask Siri what the what the equation is. I and, busted and, my daughter doing our math homework asking the ro the Alexa robot like how right. to do equation. I said that's not you're not doing anything. Well, you just do it on the phone, right? <laughs> just yeah. Right no, there. she just, just asked the robot. She, you know, she's right. doing little kids math. Uh, Alexa, what's five plus three? It's like oh, five plus five plus three is eight. And she come to give me her sheet. I'm like, I heard you ask the robot all this stuff. Too smart or like not smart enough? I don't know. It's a fine line she's walking right now. <laughs> the uh the, the my 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 rant about the peanut butter jelly sandwich also then folds into the when i was like you know bike helmets <laughs> no kid wore a bike helmet what are we talking about and I, 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 I yeah i agree that yeah you should have a bike helmet on but i don't know that that's the one thing i'm sort of like well you don't really need it i'm i certainly made all my friends made it through childhood without a bike helmet. you know but yes no you should wear a bike helmet <laughs> but that's my one little thing i'm sort of retaining as an old old guy it's like you don't need bike helmets i'll just now they just have these uh, electric carefully. bikes bikes the electric bikes going like 30 right. miles an hour well yeah oh, so maybe God. you should need a bike helmet yeah, yeah. <laughs> i recommend you wear a bike helmet I jumped on my buddies for a minute, got that thing up to 19, and I was like, this is way too fast for my comfort without like with barely being in control. I'm not a motorcycle guy, obviously, like, right. or doing any of that, but I'm like, this is just very like I'm in flip-flops and shorts and just cruising down the road at 20 miles an hour. Seems like a bad idea. So all right, ranting about uh society in general here. Uh, oh, man, let's go. <laughs> is it's it's amazing how that that technology just allows you to be more stupid. I mean, I mean, I mean, or just just like just ignorant. Because we're 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 anticipating where you're going to crash or where where you're going to kill yourself and then just divert you away from there. Here, just a basic example, right? When I was a kid back in the '70s, right? When you're on the when you're when you're driving a car in the snow, we're in New England. Pump the brakes. Don't if you you if you're going to stop the car, you need to do this. Pump, 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 pump. Right? And I, like as a 18 year old, like okay, I understand. Pump the brakes. So I'm in snow. Pump. Don't drive fast. Pump the brakes. Right? And no, no one got that. <laughs> crash, crash, crash. So the car manufacturers had to adjust the brakes since no one did it. So, you know, even though I was a 17 year old that, or that could understand that. So they had to change the technology. So people just the ignorant who are like, okay, good. They won't kill themselves now. Not probably brakes. This also folds into seatbelts. So it's like, uh, yeah, you wear a seatbelt. I, I, I believe in the laws of physics. My face will go into the dashboard. I should wear a seatbelt. And it's amazing how some people like, you know, you know, bleh, certainly so back in the 80s. you're suggesting that all of these things that are done for us is 
not helping Darwinism and our well, society is getting stupid because they yeah. would have weeded themselves out. They're, well, yeah, I mean, it's in a cruel fashion, but yeah, I mean, but you notice how seatbelts, you no longer have to connect the seatbelts. When I was a kid, you connected the seatbelt. Okay, don't forget to connect it. Now you just slide in your car and it closes. And again, they made, they, 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 they built it that way, knowing that the ignorance of the masses, they're just going to kill themselves. We're going to have to pay for all the hell. You know, yeah, just, just tell you what, just, just make the seatbelt connect automatically because um, they're not going to do it themselves. And there's a whole bunch of, <laughs> of stuff where, yeah, you can basically, it, it's almost like our country, country, it's like, you know, it's, it's, yes, it's your right to be as stupid and ignorant as you want to be. And a whole bunch of people are exercising their rights. And yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're, you, <laughs> uh, live as dangerous as, as you want. Now, hopefully you're not going to crash into me. But it's amazing how much technology is, is like, yeah, you've got to watch out for the one idiot who is going to, yeah, you know, put it in their mouth. You know, that's why you see all the warnings, you know, <laughs> like what idiot would do that? You don't need Tide uh, Pods? Yes. Like there was a Tide Pod challenge? Oh, yeah. Like, oh my God, please, uh, kids, do more of that. Do more of that, right, please. Right, like, that is, right. Yeah. So it's just like, oh. <laughs> so I, I Again, saw there was, as I was poo-pooing studies, there was a study just right. showing that uh, long-term memory was going down. Because you know, we used to have to know people's phone numbers and we used to have to know where we were going if you went to get somewhere or understand directions. If I told, even if it was like, hey, the purple barn and make a right and then go down to that third rock, at least that meant something to you and you had to pay attention. Now there's people turning into the rivers and the oceans. Oh, well, Google Maps told me to make a right. But did you see the giant body of what like, didn't cross your mind at all that that was not a road? That was just you driving in there. <laughs> but you know, apparently people have a hard time remembering really anything now. Well, which would fit yeah. into what we're talking about. <laughs> Sixty-year-old head. Yeah, it's not, it's not retaining. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I yes, I, not yes. <laughs> Can I just point out that as as the as a grumpy old guy, yes, I, I embrace technology. I'm the weirdo here. Out of my, you know, uh, no, I don't. I don't brag like, oh, this computer stuff. Like, yeah, no, you're an idiot. Yeah, just, 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 you know. <laughs> At some point, yes, I, my head will will fail, and I, and I won't be able to keep up like my mother. But I, yeah, I. <laughs> It's, it's just a natural progression of things <laughs> to have your head calcify. I'm talking about the aging process, the ignorance process early on. <laughs> I, I I have no yeah. As I said earlier, I have no I have no kids. I have I have no children. I never had kids. I'm the weirdo, and that I have no skin in the game here. So in a sense, that uh, once I die, God, I hope you guys don't just wreck just just blow up the planet. <laughs> you know, it's one thing if I had kids like, well, I don't want the planet to blow up because or, or destroy or whatever because yeah, I want my offspring to keep going. But yeah, I have no offspring, so uh, God, I hope you guys don't screw it up when I'm gone. <laughs> Reincarnation, you <laughs> could be back before you know it. No oh boy, yeah. So uh, again, that's yeah. <laughs> what do you think? So uh, I, I don't know if you've done research on this. So like the Dalai Lama. That he right. he will die and he will come back and and they find this child and they ask him these specific questions that only right. the other Dalai Lama would have known and no every boy. Dalai Lama was the previous Dalai Lama. What do you think goes in with that? Oh boy, not not so now we're heading into religion. You know, belief is is there an afterlife? Is there you know? <laughs> that, these are things you whole, can't answer. But that, they ask that, a small child and claim that he's the Dalai Lama. Do you think this is just they're choosing a family they want again. to? All right. Who all right? What were the questions? I mean, normally, all right, all right, all right. Where's the study? Show me the facts. Lay it out. What was specifically was said? Uh, was it leading questions? I mean, I mean, the police back in the day, the police were notorious for uh for for leading a child to, to an answer, whether the kid was diddled or something, or you know, it's like you know, right before I even argue that, all right, show me what we're arguing about. What what literally was said, what was the kid? 
and, and who presented this. Uh, you this, think their goal is that they're lazy and they're going to give the most leading questions to find the first child? They well, find? no. Well, no. If you believe in, and well, the thing is, no. If you believe in reincarnation, you want that to be true. If you right. believe life after this, you want ghosts to be true. That confirms your, you know, your belief in your afterlife. I, I of course, yeah, of course, ghosts they live. I, or at least there's this flimsy evidence, but I'm going to look for it because it's going to confirm, you know, uh, my belief here. But if you that, choose a child who's going to grow up and be a shitty, selfish individual, and next thing the Dalai Lama is like, no, nah, just give me all your money. Like, no, like, <laughs> well, you people, you, you know, you need to find someone, a good person. A, a, a similar study is, okay, some some hospital, we've heard about people coming back from the dead, right, Baba, that we were on, the, he was dead on the table. Uh, the, the, the the usual story, I, was, I floated above myself, I saw the doctors look, working on me, and I went back in, and now my life is better, you know. <laughs> a couple of places who, who didn't advertise this put, I think, on, on some, some equipment, some clear numbers. So it's so like a message or something that if you were indeed floating above your body, you would have seen the message that we wrote on the, the something machine on top. You can't see it from the gurney. No, yeah, no one's, yeah. <laughs> and so so once they, and these people come back and they say, okay, so you were floating above your body, yeah. What was the message <laughs> that I, they can show you? Here it was. No, yeah, no one gets it. And again, this, we're talking, you know, I mean, Houdini was work was 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 struggling with that. Was fighting this. Yeah, you know, if, if you if you're, <laughs> yeah, this is the whole religion thing, the whole life after death thing. And yes, we're looking for for cases that confirm you know your your your, your belief here. I would argue if you are going to study ghosts, shouldn't you have atheists study the ghosts for you? Or you know, you've seen the ghost shows where they walk around with equipment and they're looking for. If if you just ask him, are you Christian? Do you believe that there's a life after death? You know, yes, if, definitely. Okay, so you 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 have a bias, right? Can we just can we can we point out you have a bias that you want all this to be true, right? So so you're the worst person to be researching this if your bias is you're already pre-biased to have it true. Say uh, similar to the Dalai Lama. Okay, so if you want, yes, I agree. Uh, um, if that's a wonderful concept. Yes, uh, as a skeptic, I really, I really like that concept. I, yeah, I realize I really like that concept. <laughs> okay, so let me, so, so let me, let me filter out my my preconceived um, bias on that. Most most people don't, right? And that's just how, yeah, people work. But yeah, now we now we have to discuss, yeah, religion. Woo, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big topic. Certainly bad for selling books too, right? So uh, the Bible's the number one selling book. What are you talking about? Yeah, you right. Just wrote that. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the way you should have went. Right. Well. Well. Yeah. Of course. Yes. The Bible. <laughs> well, no. Start. Start your own version. Uh, the King uh, Eric version. That's what you should come out with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your yeah, pseudonym. Yeah. Your pseudonym. Yeah. King Eric. Yep. Jo I, Joseph I Smith. King James. Joseph Smith. Yeah. All right. So well, well, here, while we're on that topic here, let me, let me fold. Yeah. Here, I, I got some research here. Or, or where was it, yeah. here? All right. Okay. I highly recommend uh, everyone read Fantasyland uh, by Kurt Anderson, right? It's called Fantasyland. How America Went Haywire, 500-Year History. He had, he, he, he basically, uh, I think he's a historian. He basically, his, his su suggestion on why we are like we are now was, Starting with the pilgrims, basically they were trying to, they had their own belief system, right? A religious belief system, right? Which didn't uh, jive with, uh, you know, Church of England, right? They figure, okay, if we go to the new country, right, we can live in our own little world, in a sense, our version of real religion and not be persecuted. And, you know, and that's why they came, right? I mean, that's, that's the big thing. Uh, so we can then set up our own little church. 
uh, or just live the way how we want you know want to believe. Sex broke off of that, right? And then basically, and, and in the book, the guy says illustrates you know each 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 development they just went out f- further west, you know. Then 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 there's um uh yeah there, there are these churches that you know started in Illinois. And then, you know, you keep, you just keep going. Every time you had a kooky idea and how reality was like this, just move west, <laughs> find like-minded people, and, and just work from there. And it just kept going up to the Mormons, all the way out to, you know, Joseph Smith. Uh, then we hit the West Coast. And that's why it's almost like, yeah, the West Coast is filled with kooky ideas. Uh, it, just, it just grew out to there. Now we ran out of continent. And that he basically goes in the book. He just shows just that, like, yeah, we're we're based on kooky, wacky ideas. And again, I'm, I'm taking a crack at religion, you know, but there's certainly other belief systems um, and other things we're into that, yeah, this country embraced it from day one and we're built on it. So yeah, that's h- how we are now <laughs> and don't expect, you know, anything to change. I mean, all the way into the gun culture, right? That's, that's we embraced it. That was part of it. Uh, the Wild you know, West. The, 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 the Europeans will look at us and like, what's wrong? <laughs> Why are they so obsessed with guns? It's like, well, that's who we are. So, you know. Out of no all of that, I like that you said if you were on the East Coast, you're the most sober-minded American. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, comparatively. Uh, I like to argue, uh, yes, can, 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 I, can I have a shout-out for Massachusetts? <laughs> I, I, I joke about this. But we were the only only state that voted for McGovern when Nixon got reelected, right? And we know what happened to Nixon, right? Uh, har har. So yes, we were we were a bunch of those, those damn liberals. That well, <laughs> we we did catch we did call out Nixon, right? And okay, and just not now here here here. Let me just alienate even more people. Okay, you ready? Here, so here, so let's 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 just knock off a whole section of the country. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. So, so I'm sure we lost half the people now. So, <laughs> did we ever have them to begin with? That's the, that's the main question, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my, my argument is like anyone who's like, well, what, what are you asking? Oh, hold on. Okay, I'm being funny here. As an example, you know, all right, I, all right. Years ago, I did. A, I hired a a dude online who to do a voiceover for um, a piece of anima- animation. He's he was in Texas. And, you know, naive, I said, so, so, so really you're from Texas? It's like, I wouldn't even know. It's like, so do you have a Texas accent? And he's like, well, I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, ah, yes. Okay. You're right. You're right. I mean, yes. Yeah. I can do the Boston accent. If I'm from Boston, I can park my car over there. Yeah. I don't, I, I purposely don't talk like this, even though I was born here in Boston. No, I don't. You know, that has made Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, a Matt, I, 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 I titter like hell when it comes on SNL and, and, and yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so there's the the cult, you know, you can almost say that that identify identify the people who don't have regional accents, uh, you know, who specifically say no, listen, I'm not going with the standard crowd. I, you know, I want to, you know, not not that I want to hear too. Muffy, Muffy, I'm from Harvard. Yes, Muffy. There's there's that. For a while, if, if you sounded like that, you were, you were an intellectual, you were, a, you know, high double, you know, but you can almost draw the line, like, well, like what's, what's coming out of your mouth, you know, and you really don't see too many, uh, um, um, high end, um, uh, intellectuals that, you know, sound like, wow, really you're from Alabama and you sound like that, you know, you, you, you pick up the people who you, who you hang out with, 
you pick up right their you know i won't say mannerisms but their customs dress right yeah it's all just part of yeah human you know nature so what was i ranting at this was fast but christian bale won an award one time right for maybe bat but probably wasn't batman the one where he got right. really skinny and had to do whatever and he the went king. up to accept his award and he he was speaking cockney and he's like this right. is how yes. i grew up this is how i speak yep. and i was like oh my god like that's not even queen's english that, that's not even like right. anyone's english it, it was the most interesting thing i've ever right. heard in my entire life right obviously he's a smart guy yeah so on a similar note to that ricky gervais all right here i grew up quoting monty python you know what's on the television looks like a penguin da, 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 da. you know uh it's apparent you know i i i've i've, I've worked on my english accent but specifically the Cambridge, you know, the Cambridge accent that the Python guys did, right? Which was an educated accent. And then, so when someone like Ricky Gervais shows up, who was like, well, wait a minute, they were kind of making fun of that accent, but he's a smart guy. He's obviously, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> but he kept his, his, I'll call it lower class, but I think it's London. So it's interesting that I, I would, you know, if I ever met the guy, like, so, so, right. So to me, smart English people sound like, you know, Python, <laughs> um, and, they, and they made fun of, you know, uh, you know, Cockney rot. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So that, so, so yeah, so there, bang, there, there goes my hypothesis on intelligence in, in, in accents. So, so yeah, hey, I just so, filed my own account. <laughs> we got more. Yeah. So they right. had uh, Schwarzenegger had a documentary, I think it was on Netflix or Amazon prime recently. And I was watching it. Uh, so he has the, you know, his German Austrian accent that he uses right. uh, and, and, you know, I would say for most Americans, you you just hear the accent. You, you know, you don't right. know, you know, where where that fought, where his family grew up economically. You know, what class he was in. And they said when they made Terminator, they had to dub his voice over in Germany because it, it was oh, like okay. a, a farmer's. It was like a farmhand, lower class, right? <laughs> you know, accent that he that he has. And they're like, uh, a robot wouldn't sound like that. That's like, like ridiculous. <laughs> Right. Yeah. His first movie is his Arnold when he was Arnold Strong. Yeah. It was just completely dubbed in English. Yeah. Which is surreal. You see the clips. Uh, right. That was interesting. That right. So that, that the real Germans knew that like, all right. So I don't know that he actually took the time to germ to actually go out there and, and, and do the German over himself. Right. So yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> they had to hire, they had to dub him because they're like, a robot would never sound like a poor field hand or, or whatever it right. would be, which now is kind of funny too. Like, why don't we have a right. robot coming out with like, you know, the, a horrible Southern accent or whatever it might be. <laughs> As I'm helping you insult the other half of the audience. Here. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Solidarity. Solidarity. Right. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's great. Do you have any other avenues you want to cover? I've, I've had a great time here. Yeah. Other than, yeah. If you want to see, if you want to make fun of the book, uh, it's higher strangers. The second one, you go to higherstrangers.net. You can see what was, we were blabbering about. If you, if you social see, media, can people follow you anywhere? Yeah, if you want to find more of the links, if you want to find baby pictures of me, uh, it's at a, a, a deadguy.com. Now, that I, I'm it, that's that's going to be a 20-year joke. I'm willing to wait wait this out to make it funny. <laughs> what happens is at some point I will be a dead guy, right? And wow, this this website was written by a dead guy. I'm willing to wait it out so the joke will work. I won't be here to you know, appreciate it, but damn it, it's going to be a good joke when i die so that so i've set it up for that again no one will care <laughs> most likely no one will care obscurity yes <laughs> i will go to a psychic uh, medium and i will talk right. to you in the afterlife to let you know how hysterical <laughs> it is that i have to go to a deadguy.com like, actually well but no one's gonna go there so no one cares yeah. so 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 i know I, i'm it's 
uh, one more last rant, I guess. As an old guy, it's, it's, it's like, when you're younger, like, no, I want to be famous. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be famous. The world's going to admire me. Uh, maybe, you know, it's like, and then when, you know, when it doesn't happen, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> so you just, that, that's, yeah. You just, you just turn into your grandparents. Sorry, kids. <laughs> you don't How have many to go famous authors now, though? I mean, Da Vinci was penniless when he died, right? And now that he's famous, right. you, you are too early for your time. Your work will be appreciated. Hopefully or maybe or maybe not. The, the best <laughs> I can hope the best I can hope for is an AI reads the book at some point a hundred years from now and say, "Oh yeah, I think the guy got it right a little bit." You know, I won't be around. <laughs> they had uh, some some girl was on TikTok. Some little girl was like, "Hey, please buy my dad's book. He wrote some book years ago that went nowhere. That went nothing, and then it went viral because his little seven year old girl right decided to like plead for it on on TikTok." So like, I need to do that with my children to exploit them to get more <laughs> traffic. And you're not hey. You could always have kids, man. Don't worry about it. You could get them to push your books. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> down this far. <laughs> um, no, I, I've, I've <laughs> I'm, I'm going down. I'm going low. I am now going low. And and then, and, and all you young kids are like, oh my God, this old guy, look at it. Look, it's just, 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 you know, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I learned my lesson, uh, writing clever, interesting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, I, I was considering like, can I even do like romance? You know, I can't get around romance, but, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm pseudonym, thinking, sensationalism. Pseudonym, you've got it. Yeah, I'm, that, that's what you guys want. I'll give yep. it to you. I, I, you're right. Are you one? Um, yes. Forget <laughs> about being clever. Yeah. I'm going to give you what you want here. So yeah. I apologize for, <laughs> for trying to be clever. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You go with a reformed <laughs> skeptic. You can, you can, there's more people buying books that aren't skeptics than there are that are believers. Thing, there you go. I'm the, my yep. little rant on that is like when you, all right, as a filmmaker, I've been a filmmaker my whole life here. Uh, there are more and more. How much is a how much is a um a, a movie ticket now? I forgot. Was it 12, uh, 15, 20 bucks something? Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So there are more more there are more morons with twenty bucks who want to see a movie than there are PhDs with twenty bucks who want to see a movie. Who are you going to make a movie for? <laughs> they're, they're, you know, if it's if it, just, yeah, sell to where the market and, 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 you know, and again, if anything, anytime I've railed against like um, the agents that don't want my book. Yeah. I fully understand. Yes. You, you sell the Yeah. That's the market. That's what they want. UFO books. Yes. There's grays. There's UFOs. Yep. It's out there. Bigfoot. Look at them all. Yep. 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 Just, yeah. Just they, that sell that's what you want <laughs> yeah Don't you write a book apart. on the history of hollywood and the glory days of all this people will buy that you write a book on this is why hollywood sucks you shouldn't watch movies people are like well, i just won't watch movies i don't need to read a book about why not to watch movies <laughs> you just get to the end quicker <laughs> and, you, and as an old guy don't get me started on that too yeah all right, yeah. All right. <laughs> it, it is it is nope. sad i just watched asteroid city the other night i, I like his movies uh, uh wes anderson i just like the way he makes movies right and uh, they're interesting was that his yeah. best movie no but it's also, you're missing all that middle ground. We were talking about Matt Damon and Ben Affleck earlier. You, you know, uh, Rounders with Matt Damon would never get made now. The card playing movie they did. Right. Uh, Good Will Hunting right. would never get made now. You know, or it would be the streaming thing on Netflix for four episodes and, and go nowhere. It is sad that if you don't make a billion dollar movie, if it's not this giant, but even what's the profit? They're, they're spending $200 million to make the movie, $100 million to on advertisements. And then, okay, so you're making three times the amount. Like, uh, Make a fifty million dollar movie, make one fifty. That's the same thing, but it is sad that you're you're missing these smaller movies. Well, you would I would argue uh, you know that well Netflix. I mean, so there's you know way more movies being produced that aren't being seen. They're all buried on Netflix, right? I mean, but but certainly 
Yeah, I mean, I, mean the, the, I, I shot a big fat failed indie feature back in 2000. I had a shooter on film, busted, killed, busted my ass, cost a lot of money, 30 grand just, just for the film itself, and I had to coerce my, my, butt, my, my friends to show up. You damn kids of today, you have a 4K camera. I would, I would have given my left nut to, <laughs> to have something shoot at that resolution back in 2000, which was, you know, it wasn't that long ago. So I would argue that, that, that yeah, there, no, no, there's more. Yeah, if you get, get signed by Netflix, they're going to give you money. You know, it'll be a little movie. So you don't have to go for the top of the heap because, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you just, <laughs> it's going to have to be very, whatever you come up with for, um, for a studio, yeah, you, you better, it has to be broad enough. But yeah, no, I mean, there's plenty of places to make movies now. You can do your own, stick it on YouTube. Um, back in the day, again, old guy story that I literally had to, I, I wanted to be the first guy to put my movie online, but I had to pay for the bandwidth. So as anyone download, you know, it was, it was huge, you know, back in 2000 uh, standards. So uh, yeah, it cost me a lot of money to give away my movie. And then people still hammered on it. <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah. So That's yeah, a, I, I've interviewed two, I think two, maybe three low end budget filmmakers. Right. And when they go through and I, I watched the movies that they produced and they're pretty good. Like, you know, visually they're, they're really good. And so I was talking to the one guy about Kevin Smith's clerks and Kevin Smith Noble. was on a podcast talking about that. It, it cost right. him 70 to 80 grand to yep. make clerks. And now, you know, that was like 90, early nineties, 93 or something like that. Yep. And part of the way the footage was shot was also like how the nineties were then. Like, you, you know, that was the aesthetic he was going for. I was like, like, how are you, you're telling me, you, you know, you made this low budget film of two grand, three grand, whatever it might be. And your film looks 20, 50, hundred times better than what Kevin Smith put out. Now, now his, you know, it, it struck a nerve in the generations. That's very different. But right. like, what, he's like, oh no, no, all that money, you know, he's like, I don't know his whole budget, but film is so expensive. He's like, I have a memory card. He's like, I'm just going out there just shooting like nonstop. It's all digital. And it's just funny how that works. Right. I mean, that's, it's almost like the same deal for like writing books at this point or getting, you know, on Amazon, there's just, yeah, flood. I mean, you can now make your own movies. So yes, it's, 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 it's tough <laughs> to get noticed. Uh, you know, before, you know, if you could just make a movie that, that was, that was, that was the accomplishment. Like, wow, the, the, you know, Rodriguez, you know, the Rodriguez story, uh, El Marachi, right? He oh, yeah, you know, yeah. shot it really short. Uh, but the fact is that that was a novelty back then. Wow. You actually made a movie for three grand that, you know, I was hoping to ride off of that, and no, yeah. By the time I showed up, <laughs> I was like, and I believe I read his book. I, yes, yes, Kevin Smith. I've seen all the movies. I admire Kevin Smith, Rodriguez, um, all that, all those. Uh, yeah, it, it changed back in two thousand, and it's much worse right now. I mean, for in the sense that, like, oh, is this a novelty for making a movie? No, it's not. Is it a novelty for you know writing books at this point? And yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Everybody can do it. Any moron right. can host a podcast that right. has three hundred other similar ones, just like it. As right. as you're talking to one, but mine's the top ten of all those morons. Yeah, <laughs> someone <laughs> someone on the podcast asked me like, do I have any like uh, suggestions uh, for for with the youth of America? You know, as a grumpy old guy, is is certainly you now. It seems like that if you hack at this long enough. Social media allows you to get an audience. It may take you 20 years. So if you don't think of it like, well, well, am I, you know, famous next year, but it will slowly grow. If you just keep hammering at it, you will have a little audience, you know, that, tw you know, 10 years from now will buy your book or, or, or watch your movie or whatever, you know, it just takes a long time. Right. And, and that just didn't exist <laughs> back in 2000. I'm like, all right, I can show my mom. I got my friends. Uh, I have to, I have to hire a theater. Oh, hopefully someone will remember that. 
So, so hey, kids. So <laughs> there's hope if you keep slugging at it. But if you're if you're if your objective is like, no, I have to be famous. I have to be rich and famous. Like, oh boy. Well, and if you're just gonna keep using the using examples of of people who made it, who are the exceptions to the rule. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just keep at it. If that's what you really want to do, if that's your objective is is to to do film or books or whatever. Yeah, it, and that's in you. Keep just keep doing it. I mean, I can't see how you're not going to get an audience, even though it's going to take a while. Yeah, I so, saw a meme on Twitter today. So I saw a meme on Twitter today, and it said right. Jesus started with only twelve followers right. and no blue check mark. <laughs> there you go. Look, look what happened uh, now. Number one selling book in America. So in my, the world. my right. Yeah. <laughs> again but make sure you're writing to your audience right so yes you, you're going to live out there's an afterlife and then your life will go on and yeah i, yeah, I like that yes that that's yep, that's, that yeah, that's what you want here <laughs> but yeah the, the my final yeah final thing is, is i remember watching my grandfather as a, as a as a teenager right and he's like he's got funny pants on he's just he's just in his garden pulling weeds look look at look he doesn't even care what he looks like nobody you know now as a six-year-old like i completely relate to my grandfather i yes i want i have my funny pants already i want my garden <laughs> the world can just just give it an f itself yeah it's funny he showed just, you yep. the way that many he years showed ago me the way. It took you that yeah. long to yeah. get caught up right yeah yep <laughs> So the sooner you start wearing funny start, pants and ignoring yeah, the rest of the world, and, the happier and, you'll be. And, and you're obsessed with your lawn and, you know, and, and, and I'm not that far, but, but yeah, um, uh, <laughs> pulling weeds. Yeah. Sorry, kids. <laughs> and believe me, I, I'm, I'm still writing as a six year, all my cool artistic friends from 30 are no longer doing this, right? It's, they're yeah, they stopped. I'm the last guy for, who I know who, when we were all cool writing, you know, creating things, doing art. No, I'm st hi. I'm still here. It's like really, <laughs> like why did why did you keep going? So still yeah, that fire, man. Still more to say. That's the important part. Uh, well, yeah, I do. But now it's like, yeah, yes, yes. That's that's why I wrote the books. This is what I got that's to say. Have at it, everyone. <laughs> you will. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I will right. post all your links in the <laughs> okay. show notes. We'll cool. take care of all that good stuff. All right. Eric, anytime to come back, man. I enjoyed this conversation very right. much with you. So thank so you, you so much. All right. All right, so you're, so you're saying that you actually have an audience because most of the podcasts are like, okay, if I'm talking to 12 people, good. So if I embarrass myself, but oh, geez, I think I embarrassed myself, didn't I? No, uh, nothing you said was embarrassing. You never know <laughs> what government agencies are listening, right. so always be on your best behavior. Right. This audience could be millions before you know it, or I right. could be off yeah. down to some unknown black side. Right. You never know. <laughs> okay. It's like a Cracker Jack box. Who knows what's right. in there? Okay. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm going I appreciate back. your time. I'm going back to my garden. I'll see everyone. Enjoy it. Thank you so much, right. man. Take okay, care. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, everyone. That was our show. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date in all things wild and weird. Check out the links in the show notes for more information on our guests. The biggest support you can offer is to tell everyone about the podcast. Until next time.